Worldview update, bringing you closer to international news. New satellite pictures have now emerged that show North Korea has started supplying Russia with weapons for Moscow to use in its attack on Ukraine. That's after a big meeting last year between the leaders of Russia and North Korea. But this is also in violation of United Nations sanctions imposed on North Korea that said it could not engage in international trade because of its nuclear weapons program. Stephen Grust is the head of the Africa Russia Project at the South African Institute of International Affairs. Stephen, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. How are you doing? I'm well, thank you. North Korea is a country with a very poor economy. It has a stockpile of artillery shells that are compatible with Russian artillery pieces. How important are these weapons for Russia? They would surely want to use ones they've made themselves. Now they're asking North Korea for help. Yes, I think it's uh, an indication of how long this war has gone on and uh, much longer than Russia ever anticipated. And it needs weapons from somewhere to keep up the battle. And uh, uh, North Korea is a willing seller of, as you say, compatible compatible weaponry that uh, Russia can use. North Korea has been under heavy sanctions for years. This is probably a great opportunity for them, someone they can trade with. Absolutely. Uh, North Korea, like Russia, are both trying to break out of international isolation due to sanctions. As you say, it's been under sanction for many, many years. And here's a client that needs weapons that uh, North Korea can supply. So I guess for them, it's a a win-win situation, uh, both really on the margins and being shunned by the international community. But and that makes uh, strange bedfellows. But there's been a, a very long historical uh, set of ties between North Korea and Russia. And I mean, we can delve into the history a little bit. It can get quite messy, but North Korea really is sort of dependent on China, kind of, sort of, uh, was closer to China than it was clo- than it was to Russia during the Cold War. So in a way, it's quite a strange consequence that these two countries are now so close together. If I remember, Russia actually supported sanctions against North Korea when it started testing nuclear weapons. Yes, it did. So uh, I think war does strange things. And uh, this war uh, in, in Ukraine has been extremely intense. You know, it's, it resembles a little bit world, like World War One, with massive trenches uh, dug on the on the borders and or in, uh, where the areas of fighting are that and, and huge artillery uh, exchanges between these countries. So Yes, uh, traditionally more, more close to China, but I think increasingly over the years has has forged um, ties with Russia. We saw uh, Kim, uh, President Kim go to Russia last year, September. Uh, Putin has accepted an, an invitation to visit Pyongyang at some un, unspecified date. So, uh, and he doesn't travel to too many places. Uh, so I think it is definitely a significant relationship that needs to be watched. And on the battlefield itself, middle of winter in Ukraine, you talk about trenches, it seems very little movement on either side. Yeah, they, they do seem to be stuck uh, at the moment. Uh, I think the weather conditions are not conducive to, to you know, big offences or big manoeuvres. Um, you know, the, the, the winters are really harsh and... Uh, you know, we talk about a frozen conflict. This might be one in, in more than one sense. But, uh, you know, everybody expects as the weather turns and as spring comes that uh, there'll be more offences by both sides. And, uh, you know, Ukraine is also waiting for weapons shipments from from the U.S., which has been tied up in congressional battles about the border and, 
Israel, Palestine. Uh, Congress has, has refrained from uh, approving these weapons. So Ukraine is also getting a little bit desperate, uh, relying heavily on the Europeans while the Americans uh, make a decision about supplying material. Stephen Gruz, thank you. Head of the Africa-Russia Project at the South African Institute of International Affairs.